everybody, welcome to Athlete on Fire, and let me set this show up for you really quick. I'm not going to talk too much, but there are tons of really good shows from the athletes out at Spartan. This is Ian and Sharman and Mike Wardian. Uh, Spartan brought us out there. ATP Science was sponsoring the thing, so it's pretty cool to have those guys as resources. But um, we literally just got done running around all day, and uh, Mike and Ian had run the Spartan Beast in the morning. It was Ian's first ever Spartan, and... Mike went out and ran the 10K later on in the day, so they were um, they did some pretty cool stuff that day. We talked a lot about the Spartan for the first uh, one that Ian's ever done. So we're just kind of sitting at a table um, in this cabin up in Squaw, and people were all around us. It's pretty cool. There's some really cool athletes up there in the room um, while we were doing this interview. So uh, that, that's kind of what the backdrop was. So if you hear some extra noise in the back, that's kind of what was going on. So. Hope you guys enjoy this uh, this show and this conversation. I thought it was one of one of my most favorite live ones we've ever done. So enjoy. Awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, nice. I tried to teach my wife, but because she's never played before, it's really just like unless I give her some, throw her a few bones, like just give her my queen or something. It's not very close. <laughs> yeah, is that is that's, it hard? That's to why, like, I, I think if you're if you're a hundred points better than somebody mm-hmm. in your ranking, you should win ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. once you get beyond the, the absolute beginner of yeah. never playing, yeah. yeah, it's it's weird. Like, okay, this is great. I'm I'm recording now. <laughs> no, okay. So you think about this. This is a perfect segue. So okay, Ian hasn't played chess in quite a while. You said quite a while, right? I played when I was about twelve at school, and I was quite good. And then didn't play for ages. And then we bought a chess board last year. And so just... I taught my wife how to play. We played like three times. Oh wow. So, you can play on chess.com if you really yeah. want to play. Like, and you'll well, that's get why I wanted to. It's passion. fun, yeah. yeah. No, so, it's a good challenge. So you know, Especially if you drink something while you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like, he's, been playing, he's been playing a bunch. He's trying to get to a high level playing chess, right? Yeah. So you're saying that before. And you knew, like, playing 99% that you're going to lose going into that? I was pretty sure. Just the fact that he's playing regularly. Yeah. That, that makes such an advantage. And you said on the point scale, like, if you're – if, if you're, you're 100 points better than, like, I'm ranked, I think, around 1285 or 1300 maybe right now. Right. And so if I played somebody that was, like, 1200, I should win 99% of the time. And that's, is that just repetition or? It just I mean that's skill? how they, yeah, it's just, yeah. So, okay. That's, it doesn't mean you will, but yeah. you should. Yeah, like, this, unless you, like, blunder, like, you made a mistake. Like, if you make a like, I made a mistake with my bishop at the beginning of the game, which... If we were equal, he should have won. Yeah. So I got to, I got to tell you guys, uh, I know you've run a couple Spartans already. Yeah. And so respect level for ultra runners trying to do stuff that they've they know they're probably not going to be the best at when they go out there. Yeah. You guys are. I mean, not that my respect is a big deal. We're but both really good at doing stuff that we're not good at. Yeah. <laughs> it's freaking he's awesome, man. Still really good at it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, like so. You know, you guys are running big miles. Well, I'll speak to you. I know you've been hurt. Literally. I've been injured, so that takes the pressure off as well. If if you come back after like six days of running, you're not expecting a whole lot. Yeah. It, but the obstacles are the main thing. Like I didn't really care about the running bit between. I, I wasn't expecting high things there. It's more just, can I get through these obstacles? How hard are they? So that was the fun challenge. So you, yeah. you're the Spartan version today. So we're going yeah. Let's get. Okay. Let's just grill him a little bit on, on the sure, day. <laughs> I was when he came back. And I was super impressed. Like he made it through a lot of the ones that I still like. I've done it four or five times, and I still can't. I still can't make it through. So I just know I'm going to end up burping. But yeah. Disclaimer: <laughs> If you uh, if you are sensitive to burpees, you might not want to listen to Michael Wardian's account of <laughs> of his race today. He's the, he did more burpees today than I've done in the last four months, but that's okay. Yeah, 
Are you going to be sore from that? I was already, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, who, everyone who did one of these races today is going to be sore. Because yeah. none of us are practicing oh. with this properly. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go. So, like... I guess expectations, what you thought it was going to be, and then what it actually was, and then we can all kind of because we all did yeah. it today. Talk about the obstacles and kind of yes, yeah, so I I looked at the information before and it said leader probably around three hours. It's like okay, it's half marathon that takes three hours. That makes me think it's going to be slower than I originally thought. Um, and then just having a vague idea from some of the obstacles from seeing the TV show, I was kind of thinking it, some of them look pretty hard, but hopefully if if I'm if I have enough time between them, I can recover. And if I just watch other people, if I'm not sure what to do, then I can get the technique. But so much of it is practice there, just knowing what silly mistakes do. Like the first mistake I made was the first obstacle where you needed good grip. I had my gloves on, couldn't grip properly, mm. and fell halfway through it, even though it wasn't that difficult. It wasn't easy, but it wasn't that difficult. Yeah. And similar obstacles that were harder, I did without gloves, I then got through later. Yeah. So little things like that. Also, like You learn very quickly when you're made to do 30 burpees for yeah. not doing Yeah, it's right. quick learning. Yeah. <laughs> Punishment uh, is yeah. a, a great teacher. Also, like just cleaning your hands off before yeah. you go on. Like I always, like the first time I did it, I watched people do that. Yeah. Although I don't know how you deal with it. If it was raining, like it was later in the day, oh. if it's all wet... I, you basically have half as much grip. I don't know how oh, it yeah. works. Yeah. You just have to have, yeah, it's got to be just got an even grip stronger grip in the first place. Because the tacking, so think about a, like a hook on a, on a metal structure, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like the integrity of the hook isn't going to change because it's wet, because yeah. it's there. But for your musculature to be able to maintain that, that yeah. form. Well, especially as you swing, wet. so you're, you're, you may be hooked at the first point, but at another point you're yeah. less than half your hand is above it. Or, you know, you're, you're basically yeah. more likely to fall off if you're not clasping it this hard. Right, and some of those guys actually do one hand forward, one hand backwards, so mm -hmm. that it counterbalances. So on the monkey bars, they go one, and then one, and then one. Well, but it seems like I'm American Ninja Warrior. I'm just not strong enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not. Like, what is, um, the, for, for the climb, for, like, for yeah. anybody else who tried it, you guys are pretty legit runners. That, was yeah. that climb hard for you guys? Was it easy? Yeah, yeah so, I know. 4,200 feet of climbing in a half marathon. Yeah. yeah. That's about the most I've ever done in a half marathon, in fairness. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, And it wasn't, like, Ian and I were actually talking about this earlier, like, it wasn't just candy trail either. It was like... No. Uh, a little bit of that, but mostly oh, yeah, it was pretty technical. Yeah, I mean, it. it was pretty yeah. technical. Like, you're doing some serious trail running, and um, yeah, if you hadn't been expecting that or you hadn't done it before, like, and I was watching people that had oh, yeah. no no s previous experience or they are not very confident on trail, and um, you're not moving very fast. No. Um, Especially downhill, even yeah. more so. Yeah. yeah. Where they're just tippy-toeing down at three miles an hour. I would, I would also like to make an announcement. We're podcasting. This isn't church. You guys will be okay. Yeah. These, these, these mics are really good, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> it's very awkward we to have, have people, a lot of people whispering. Yeah. Um, yeah, so technical trail, definitely for sure. Uh, spear throw, did you guys hit that? No. Nope. I didn't see I saw one person <laughs> hit the spear throw. Also, that's the first time. I threw a javelin when I was about, again, 12 or something, similar to the chess. Somehow uh, I wasn't a master of it then, and I'm definitely not a master of it now. Uh, it just reminds me of like a big like marshmallow fork, like you yeah. know, like <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think uh, I prefer to throw an actual javelin. Uh, like a, I prefer to throw like an axe, like those axe oh, bars, cool. like yeah, you know, yeah. like that'd be very cool. Like I'm sure people would actually or a knife. Yeah, or, or throw an arrow. Bow and arrow. I do that as well. Or like biathlon, like you have to carry like a little gun. Oh, gun! Yeah, 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 rifle. Like, yeah, it'd have to be a very small target to not make that super easy though. 
Well, from that distance. Like, like those in guys, the actual biathlon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, like, super far, and yeah. those guys are really good. This, this is a serious question. Uh, on the obstacles that you didn't complete, especially if, if you did a lot of burpees, what happened right after? Like, big old F-bomb? Or just hang your head in shame? Like, what did you guys do? In one case, for me, it was like, oh, damn it, I should have got that. Like, I, I was right at the end, and I was swinging on a rope, and it was so windy that the uh, the little bell that I had to hit was at 45 degrees, and it was just out of reach. So I was just swinging to it and couldn't reach, swinging. And eventually tried to reach and was one inch off. Oh. So that one was annoying. But the other ones is just, oh, I made a little mistake there. Or the, the main one that I, the only one that I definitely couldn't do was the 400-pound tire that you have to flip over twice. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had no idea it was 400 pounds. Yes, when so I asked them, I was like, that's ridiculous. How the I hell try- can anyone flip that? I tried moving it, and I was just like, this is, like, destroying me. Like, it was like, it was like I was going over to, like, the side of, like, a VW bus and being like, I'm going to flip that over. It's also right at the end. Yeah. When you're most tired, and your yeah. arms have done stuff through the whole thing. Yeah. Well, and I'd already had done, I guess... 240 burpees at that point. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> I failed that one. Point. Yeah, yeah. I failed that and the hoist afterwards. Yeah. Which one's the hoist? Uh, oh, the, the last one. The when, one that weighs as much see, as me. You can see what do you, what the do you finish weigh, line. Like 138. And that bag weighs really? like 130 pounds. How tall are you? Pounds. Six foot? Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you were a little taller than that. No. And yeah. I would have loved to have just seen you, like, hanging off the rope and not moving anywhere. <laughs> it didn't go. It didn't move. Were you there? Did you see me? No, I was, like, trying to – I, like, walked it around my body. And I was, Did like, you sit down? I tried, yeah. And I got s- it up a little bit, and then my arms were just, like <laughs> – See, I'm lucky I have an extra 20 pounds of fat yeah. on Mike, so yeah. I just sat down, and it came with me. Yeah, oh. if you sit down, you put your feet, like, on the top of the That's fence. That's what I did, That's dude. And nothing. then, of course, my foot went right through the bars because um, it was slick. So then it then it like came down again and I was just like just Come just paint a picture like the hoist is the basically fences around this big scaffolding thing and then yeah. there's a, a pulley, le- pulley the system and yeah. you got to pull this like climbing rope with a bag 130 40 pounds 130 pounds for men and 90 pounds for the what ladies and you've got to 40 put it feet? maybe about 20 feet, in th- maybe 25 feet into the air yeah. yeah and then you can't let it crash either and then because you've got to ease it down as yeah, well. yeah because. I've actually gotten it up before. And, and then, then you got you and then, the burpee still. Yeah, because that. I let it go. <laughs> and they never told me that. But if it, catch, if it catches you on the way down, yeah. you're going for a friggin' ride of your life. Oh, dude. Yeah. The, the, there was like, there was, I was, I got to say there is, and I was telling Ian this, there was some that I've never done before that I got today that I was so pumped about. So it's like kind of like people say in golf, like there's always one shot that brings yeah. you back. And I feel like that about the obstacles. It was like I conquered maybe three or four that I'd never done before, like the Z-Wall, the flat plane thing where you have to, like, jump up with your elbows above it, and then you basically, like, fall backwards. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. you have to, like, you have to basically trust that you're going to get your body up. Yeah, it's um, tough one. Yeah, the, it doesn't look tough. It no. looks like it's going to be so easy. That's the thing. It's not always obvious yeah. looking at it which are the hardest ones. Yeah. It's only once you start doing it, it's like, oh, that's actually... This is going to be much harder that's than I expected. Like, yeah, <laughs> like the, the wall that's like on the angle and it's like just ropes at the top and you yep. can't touch the bottom. I failed that. But like I was like, oh, I and I've done that one before and I was close the last time. But this time I was like, I didn't get it. But like there was that one at the the end where you had to make the long reaches. Mm-hmm. Like it was like it looked like the um, salmon wall that they have in Ninja Warrior. Like, oh, yeah. It was yeah. like plasticky. but. Yep. You, you could only touch that the was bars. really weird right yeah it was so the weird. one that was down it was, it was yeah, hard yeah, yeah, it was it was weird. Yeah, yeah. 
if you messed up and put your foot in the wrong spot, because it's all plastic, yeah, like really slick well, stuff. Slippier, and they would get even slippier later. Yeah, and the yeah. one right. After, did you get the one right after that? The long. The one you had to grip thing. over the top. So basically, there's a. It's about a I don't know, eight foot wall, and then you've got little ropes hanging over the end. But you can't really grip the edge of it that much. Yeah. No, I didn't. So you've no. got a grip of a bar that's about a foot and a half, half of over it. it. So you have to be able to pull yourself up enough on the rope and then reach over. And most people I saw were failing that. I eventually found a way to do it, but uh, it took me a couple of attempts. No, I, 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 my arms are trashed at that point. I, so I have a question. You. You ran the same wave as I did, and my yeah. I told Ian this at, at dinner tonight, or we, we went grabbing beer. Uh, my whole goal is to be able to see you when we got to the top of the mountain. <laughs> like that means that you have to be a mile away, right? <laughs> so you weren't a mile away. Like I, I, I did decent on that goal, but uh, oh, that's awesome. But oh, so um, crap. What were we just talking about? The reach over thingy. Yeah, yeah. I don't call it that. Yeah, <laughs> the reach around. The reach around. <laughs> oh my gosh, Spartan is just killing yeah. the, the the reach around drill. I mean, is is awkward, but you know yeah. which one was weirdly not hard, and it was like I I was looking at it, I was like, maybe I'm doing this wrong. Is that pipe that thing that you? It was like in the you went up, and then it was like it flattened out, and then there was an obstacle that was just in the middle of nowhere uh, on the last loop after you went up. And it was like a pipe thing, and you had to go up and down. Oh, you're talking about that. You couldn't touch the edges. And I was like, what's the point of this? It didn't seem very hard. It's just at that point, if you're cramping, you have to stretch. And and a lot of things near the end, you might just slide a little bit. And if you were fresh, you'd be fine. Yeah. But if you're cramping, or you slide a little bit too much, and you pull a muscle, then you fall off the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the question. Um, there's a reason you shouldn't have done the reach around one because <laughs> <laughs> for that reason. But th- there's a big sign that said VIP this way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. so in my that in my, big sign did not catch my eye. In my non-elite mind, uh, I'm like, oh, we're at well, the bottom of the mountain. In my VIP mind, I'm like, okay. I climbed the mountain. I know the course is eight to nine miles. I yeah. saw the eight mile sign or whatever. This has got to be the thing. So I, I found the sign. I was like, I, I don't think we, I need to go back up that thing based on the course. Right. But in your elite mind, you're like, let's just go do this. Or did you just it's miss like, it? Well, the course well, goes that way. And if it adds another four miles, that's still like eight-ish. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I was thinking the same thing. So when I came into town and I did that little thing we were just talking about where you, like, the plasticky thing yeah, and you yeah. went sideways, I was like, oh, we must be going to the finish line. And then the course went over to that wall thing. And I was like, oh, they're, it's going to be a Spartan thing. They're going to make us go up the mountain a little bit before we get to finish, oh, okay. you know? Like, it'll be 8.10, you know, 8.9 miles, and they're going to run us up the hill a little bit. And I then see your down. logic. But after okay. you've done that, that Beyond 9. Yeah, well, then... <laughs> the, the, well, well, yeah, yeah, so when I got to 10 miles... You can I still cut like, your losses. I was like, well, shit, maybe, maybe it, was, it was 10 miles... Instead of eight, that's what I was thinking, and then and then I was halfway up the mountain. So you and knew it had to be more miles to get down as well. Well, yeah, exactly. And that, at that point, I was like, well, if I go down, it's going to be the same as if I keep going. Yeah, so I, I was like, I'm just going to do it, and and I'll see if they'll let me switch at the end. Yeah. yeah. How, how'd you guys do with the heavy stuff? Because there's a heavy bucket carry, some heavy like that's uh, some Atlas stuff. Did you get the Atlas ball thingy? Yeah, that, yes, that I got very that. Difficult to get. Yeah. Did you get it? That was yeah, I got that, and I got the one. There was another one that had a handle that was super easy. That wasn't bad at all. No, but yeah, that was easy. In the elite heat, you have to do that, and then you do thirty or thirty burpees, or yeah, thirty burpees on the one side, and then 
take it back across. Wow. Okay. I think that's true. We can check with Chris, but like that makes it a lot harder because that's what I had to do. All this stuff was so hard in the first place. I mean, it, it was nice to get through the majority of it without failing yeah. things, but there was a real sense of achievement through a lot of it where you look at it and go, I don't know if I can do that or that looks a little, a little bit harder than the one that I only just got through last time right. and I'm more tired now. Yeah. But that was kind of the fun part, that each time you succeed, it's like this massive sense of accomplishment. Like yeah. you're saying, like ones you hadn't done before, right? and then you got through them this time. Right. Well, and I feel like that on that sandbag, like that thing was super heavy, and that was... And uh, super steep as well. Super steep, and like I felt broken at the bottom, and I was like sorting it around, but I was still passing people, which was... It's kind of interesting, like if you're in a different... Like, because I was in the VIP, you know? So it was yeah. like... You know, I was. Le- I think I was leading the VIP f- until I messed up. Yeah. Um, as far as that's what you wanted is what you're saying, and then you didn't bonus bit for the beast. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I would. That Wait a minute. Said that. So technically, I beat. I think I beat you in the you VIP. Should, you definitely did. Oh my yeah. gosh. You also yeah. beat me. I wasn't in the VIP. Uh, Hoka. Um, I'd like this is for Hoka right now. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to now make a pitch. I'm an elite. I'm an elite endurance yeah. athlete. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, so like even right now, you're. Do you, do you feel your forearms still? My, like no, my forearms no, are still? Good I can now. feel maybe a little in my shoulders. Yeah. I think we're going to probably feel it. I think we're going to feel it everywhere core. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I think high glutes because with the carries and stuff, yeah. you use, you have yeah. to recruit a lot more. But I'll probably feel it in my legs more given I have not been training for that. And this was longer in time and distance and vert than I've been doing for quite a while. But I actually thought it was great for me for the, the 10K. Like I felt like for me, one of the biggest things is like coming from sea level at altitude like getting a hard effort in before i do whatever my target is because then i'm not like oh yeah. oh i feel that you know so you so fairness, you're the guy who the day before western states does the 6k uphill <laughs> race when no one else racing 100 mile does it yeah yeah what i was telling you i'm like just hanging out with you a little bit your your energy is freaking awesome like Thanks, it's man. it's so refreshing yeah, like it's really encouraging like it's been giving me all these ideas of oh, it's things awesome, that man. i'm gonna go away from this guy i was gonna do this because i said to my co-worker that's a really bad idea that's way too much <laughs> but it's, it's free it's very contagious like you and go. you don't have to be at the same level as you by any means and i don't think you even think that like i think you just yeah. know like i just want to so like wh- where does that come where does that part come from where you you got up you're going to be bruised and broken a little bit tomorrow from the the beast that you did, and then you went out and did the 10k, and then your competitive spirit, I'm sure, like starts yeah. firing off again. And also, even though he had the 10k to do, he was like, oh, "Some bonus miles in this obstacle race that's crashing." Me. <laughs> yeah. And then I've got a couple of hours to recover. Yeah, <laughs> but you, it seems like you never say no to a challenge if it's right in front of you. Like, yeah. is that true? If I can, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I like like the swim, for example, in the race you were yeah. in. You weren't meant to do the swim, and it was yeah. freaking cold up there. Yeah. My race did include the swim, but you were meant to run by it. Yeah. But you still jumped in, so did you yeah. stop? Just yeah. because yeah. like it's there. And it's the whole experience, yeah. right? Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to bail on the full experience. Me and Ian were talking at dinner. Like, well, it was weird because people were bailing on it. Yeah. Like, okay. a lot Every, of people near us, like, especially on the penalty laps and stuff. Like, 80% was, of people were bailing on the water when I was up there. Yeah, really. Well, around me, they were all doing the beast, so they, all the ultra. So the ultra people, if they were wimping out, it's like, they've got to do it again anyway. Yeah. Because they're yeah. doing a double beast. So, uh, yeah. None of them were really wimping out. They were they were pretty hardcore people doing the double, so a double plus a bit more to do a 50k. Well, I think for a lot of the endurance stuff, like no matter what level you are, you're in it for the complete. This is my philosophy. Like you're there for the complete experience, and mm-hmm. if you don't go get the complete experience, then you can never measure yourself against well, like your we former said, we, self. We don't get the mentality of, especially if it's not competing for money. Why would you cheat? 
So let's say we, we were talking about how people, some of them were doing like five burpees instead of 30. Yeah. And why would you do that? Because you just, you paid to come here and this is what it involves. And so if you don't do it, then you've just basically not earned your medal and you know that you've not earned the medal. Yeah. So doesn't it devalue it? Yeah. So yeah. when you're doing the burpee, it's hard to count to thir- like literally when you're yeah I'm sure that I'm I probably shorted some and then I did too many at others but I'd say like it averaged out like, it's, it's hard though right yeah, it's hard to focus range either. yeah <laughs> I mean, like I'm pretty sure and like my burpees are crap like I'll be completely honest like I I was definitely not uh, like I was on my knees like doing like assisted push-ups like by the end for sure so like um, but I was trying. And yeah. I think that's like, mm-hmm. if you watch the guys like before the award ceremony, like that's what my burpees look like. Like, like you're, you're doing them, but they're not like the burpees you see like on the CrossFit guys do right. or the pro Spartan guys even. So for, for the like, the, the not saying no to a challenge if it's possible, yeah. what's that come from? Is that, is that just something you tell yourself? Like I'm, if it's there, I'm going to go for it because I think it's going to make me tougher or? Um, I mean, I think it's just taking advantage of opportunities, right? I mean, I think that's uh, one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is like say, yeah, I mean, I want to say yes to as many things as I can and have as many experiences as I can because, I mean, Ian and I were talking about this earlier. It's like he had, he wasn't sure if he would like it or not, but if you never try, you're never going to... And also, if you short changes up, like, say, not doing the swim, you might say, well, I kind of like this, but I don't know if I'd like it with the swim, and that's part of it, so you don't know if you like it, basically. Yeah. You've done 99% of it. Right. Do, do you think... So, actually, you don't have to name names or anything, but put a percentage to it. Of people who are running on a comparable level to you guys, what percentage of them, from a personality standpoint and how you know them, it might be eight people, it could be 30, I don't know, um... What percentage of those people would go out and try what you guys did today? I think a lot of them. Yeah, the the mentality of ultrams is generally you want the adventure, and this is adventure. Yeah, not all certainly, but I think most would be up for it. Some might their main reservation might just be that they'd want to train really well for it first. Well, we didn't mind not being specifically perfect for it. But I think most of them would be up for it if it yeah. didn't have a detrimental effect on their running. Like they didn't have to stop doing their hard training for whatever the next normal race. Yeah. Is. Right, and and they weren't going to get hurt. Like I yeah, actually I like as I was trying to flip that tire, I was like, "All right, dude." Like that's, this is probably that's the like, one spot where you could. Yeah, like get I was hurt. like, I've had hernias before, and like I don't need to flip this. I'm not gonna win this. Like, <laughs> and found out it was like 400 not, pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculously heavy. Yeah, that's like, and also this technique to that—that's so important. It's not just about how strong you are, but it's getting it on your toes or, and then on your knees and then being able to flip oh, it. So, so much to yeah, that. that's the same with a lot of it though. That the hardest elements of it, you fail if you get one little mistake of not knowing quite how, how tall. Like if it's wet and you don't do grips with your hands alternate ways, right? Probably just gonna fall off. Well, and what I think is so cool, though, is, like, I feel like they've done a really good job kind of evening out, like, the runners versus, like, the guys that are strong because, like, you have to be able to do both, and you have to be able to do both really well. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I think those guys are really complete athletes. Like, I mean, it's so impressive. And to me, even, like, just seeing, like, the age groupers, like, because I was running around a lot of them, and, like, just the determination and grit, like, that I was seeing was insane like yeah. i was just look at someone like jonathan alvin who wins this loads of times he also won the trail world championships this year <laughs> yeah. he also has won sky running not just the normal stuff but the extreme version of that and being yeah. a world champion so it's clearly a big overlap there you've got to be really good at it and be a very solid all-round athlete for yeah. that more extreme stuff right 
But I feel like it's it makes it fair because like how do you yeah like if it's mostly run, if if it's all running like it's not going to be yeah. fair. But and if it's all like the heavy lifting stuff, but and I think the yeah, first exactly. one mile long and thirty yards. Yeah. the big guys would do a lot. Oh, better. they crush they crush yeah. at the stadium stuff because it's okay. like five k and still like twenty five obstacles. So yeah, because you need a little bit of time to recover. So the run is nice for us. Yeah, or the run or hike, especially on this terrain. Right. No, it's, it's it's a good way to figure out what being a complete athlete is in, in a lot right. of ways. It makes me want to be a more well-rounded athlete. I grew up playing lots of different sports at the same time. And having the muscles able to do all these different things and the coordination, that, that's kind of my general and You guys both, you both came from yeah, the traditional sports. Yeah, 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 I played lacrosse. Yeah. But that's a good foundation to have because it also makes you want to be continuously well-rounded rather than just be a cyclist, just be a runner, or just be a road runner, never mind a runner of all types. Yeah, right. a lot of people listen are endurance athletes for sure. So what's the crossover? Like, what's, what are the takeaways? What are the things that you take from a race like this and bring them over to just purely running or... Yeah, I mean, I, I think just being stronger. Like, I've been doing lots of strength training. I'm lucky I've got a guy, Jesse Fuller, that I work with that I do. Wait a minute. Full, is that Full House? No. Okay. Yeah. No, that, actually, maybe. I think Jesse yeah, Fuller yeah, yeah. was on Full House. Yeah, I will that just could say be. for the record. Yeah. But Jesse not Fuller. not the same guy. So he, needs a sh- guy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. he needs a shout out. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, yeah. So, I've been doing that for about two years now, and I just noticed, like, just being so much stronger which is funny because I failed so many things today, but like just in general, like I'm so much stronger than I was. And, and I feel like it's helped me a lot in the longer races, like just being able to like continue to push and like be able to do lots of, I mean, I've always done back to backs, but like feeling strong in those. And yeah. so that's been, that's been really nice. Nice. And I think like what I want to take away from this is like, I met David Megida. Do you know him? Like oh, no, he's like the weird. announcer for Spartan, okay. but he lives by me in DC, and he, we've been talking about like trying to like. Does he announce your workouts? Well, that, that would be awesome. <laughs> like, well, he owns like a gym, so I was like, I was like, I gotta get down there, like yeah. maybe once a week, just to like go through some of the stuff and like yep. figure it out. And because I mean, I feel like it's just another tool in the toolbox, right? Like, I agree. well, I feel like there's enough crossover. Doing a bit more of that type of training can be beneficial to a runner yeah especially for maintaining form and stuff like that at the end right but I think my main takeaway would be I want to play around with this a little bit more as anyone do more Spartan type events there's a really good atmosphere probably a little bit of the um, the trail a little bit of the obstacle stuff but I definitely want to spend a bit more time in the gym but not just like lifting weights there's a little bit more variety there's a, there's a ninja gym in Bend where I live oh cool I want to play there and, and basically obstacles is a way more fun to do a workout than just lifting weights oh, yeah. and doing effective things and it's much more full body as well yeah. because the stuff we did today is using strength and uh, stamina agility. and a lot of and agility in a lot of different areas for the upper body it's not just like do your biceps do your triceps and then it all works you've got to have the stuff combined and then yeah. also like I just want to get like feel like I want to get one of those like old school like eagle claws that like you know, <laughs> like just to get grip, grip stuff strength. yeah <laughs> And we have, like, a cool climbing gym by my house where I think, like, that would be interesting to get in there, like, every now and then and just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to do a bit more climbing, well, especially I mean, what, I live next to a world-famous climbing area, <laughs> Smith Rock, and I've never climbed there. Yeah. One of the be- I mean, one of the best things you can do is just find a monkey bar, find a tree branch, and just go hang, like, try to hang from it for 60 oh, to 90 seconds. I do that, actually, with my iron gym in my house. So I started doing that. Yeah. It's, it's huge. It's not a big it, deal. But yeah, it, yeah. Well, a minute t- feels like an eternity. It means yeah. hard. And then yeah. you get to where you can go one arm. Brew festival I went to, they had a, if you could do 100 seconds of hanging, 
um, without any movement and you couldn't have your grip alternate ways it had to be the same way and it's quite a thick bar then you won $100 oh, and there's all these guys obviously it's a brew fest so people are like oh I'm totally strong <laughs> so that's how they make their money from drunk people basically yeah. Yeah. and the only people I saw who managed it were like 10 year old girls are oh my serious? god those girls are amazing yeah. I've seen those girls <laughs> they've got no weight yeah. and they just hang there yeah. and they just gripped on it's like oh it's 3 minutes already okay. and she gets a free IPA <laughs> yeah exactly they only won like $10 or something okay. <laughs> So no IPAs for the little girls. Okay. No, I guess not. So uh, what's coming up next for you guys? Like, what's your next events? And uh, you want to go first, or yeah? Well, I, I'm, now I can run again. Um, I would like to do a little bit of marathon. I'm going to focus a bit more on flat stuff. So the opposite of what I did today. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more Spartan stuff in the next few months. We'll see. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of thinking maybe a flat 100 miler. So there's a couple on my radar for December, January. But something where I can go really fast and not just be on a tiny loop. Ideally, yeah. I just like the idea of running a bit faster after doing a whole lot of mountain training and so on. Yeah, it makes sense. And then I've got kind of a laundry list. I've got a couple of local races. Um, I've got a race for the Embassy of Poland next weekend, which will be oh, really cool. Oh, that's how I wanted to start the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> what are your ties with the Polish government, yeah, Michael? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that'll be really cool. It's going to celebrate a hundred years of diplomacy between I think Finland, Poland, and the U.S. So that'll be next weekend. Uh, the weekend. Are you Polish at all? No, no. I'm just. Like, oh, I just do have do a you have a joke you like to share? Yeah. No, it's just, okay. I just like, like it's Magdalena. A is, choice. No. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. No, um, they're just good friends of mine, and like I was able to go over to a race called Wemkovina last year. It was okay. uh, 150k's, I guess. Um, and when you're in DC, and all the embassies are right there. So yeah, it's yeah, like, it's all the embassies, and so yeah, I try to do stuff with them if I can. Uh, then I've got the Baltimore Marathon. Um, which is uh, kind of close to my house, and then I've got the Marine Corps 50K. It's the first annual 50K, so I'm trying to win that. Is that their first? Oh, so they yeah. just kind of pulled ultra into it. Okay. Yeah, so they just started doing an ultra. Then I'm going to Hong Kong for Hoka One One for a half marathon, and then I'll add a, a half marathon at the end to do my virtual New York City uh, yes. marathon. Because, talking. Yeah, I'm the New York City I, you marathon gotta, ambassador. You gotta tell that story. About when you're in the corral and you're running. Oh yeah, yeah. The, when I, so I've done some virtual racing before, but I was uh, running the Pittsburgh Marathon, which is awesome. Like my kids are big Steelers fans, so like I love Pittsburgh. And um, we actually just went to a game like a week or so ago. But I was trying to run the Pittsburgh Marathon and be super competitive. But I also, at the same time, realized I could run the Wings for Life run, which I've won like three or four times in different places around the world. And so I was like, oh, I can run the Pittsburgh Marathon and run on the app uh, for the Wings for Life run. So I can do two races simultaneously. But the thing was the Wings for Life run started like five minutes or ten minutes before they... um, the Pittsburgh Marathon. So I'm in the elite corral, like running back and forth, like before the race to like get distance. Oh, and so great. everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, dude, I'm racing. <laughs> uh, so it was pretty funny. But it, yeah, I made it pretty far. I think I got in like 30 miles or 30, 31 or 32 miles before. Because like at the marathon. Well, no, 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 before, before, seven miles a minute, not bad, so I don't know if you guys know how it works, but for Wings for Life, like, you run until a catcher car catches you, and so, like, when you finish the marathon, everyone's trying to give you medals and stuff, and I'm just trying to get out of the corral, you know, like, I'm like, let me out, I gotta run, so, like, you know, it takes, like, you know, the car, at that point, the car's, like, moving pretty fast, too, so, like, I only made it a couple miles, and I was pretty jacked from the race, so, 
That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty so, fun. So you're doing a similar thing with uh, another Yeah, person? so I'm doing the... Uh, I'm lucky enough to be the New York City... Um, Roadrunners are putting on a virtual marathon for the New York City Marathon, and so you can run it anywhere around the world, um, anytime on the weekend of the New York City Marathon. So that's like uh, November third, I think, is the race, yeah. and so some sometime that weekend. And you doubling up and doing that at another marathon, so it counts for two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm doing it at a half marathon. Okay, and and, and then, then I'll just add a, okay. a half marathon at the end. <laughs> Uh, and then the week, uh, the week after that, I'll be in Athens uh, at the Authentic Athens Marathon running that. Uh, and then the New York City Roadrunner 60K in Central Park. That's kind of been on my bucket list for oh, like cool. 15 years, but it always kind of falls on the same weekend as the JFK 50 miler. Uh, so I'm going to get to do it this year. And then maybe JFK because they actually are on opposite weekends. Uh, and then my dog. That's just the next two and a bit months. Yeah. <laughs> Ian's, yeah. Ian's sweating over here. Yeah. And I know, like four races in that. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. So uh, I've done 42 races as of today already this year. You told us you've done like yeah. 1,400 miles so yeah, far. Yeah, 1,400 and now uh, 80. 89 miles? 1,489 miles, 300 burpees. Oh my God. <laughs> At least. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, man. lots of failed obstacles. No, yeah, because all the JFK is October, right? Is that uh, November? Is November? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you said Elvis will. Run yeah. Back. So then, I, and then um, I'm going to be running at the St. Jude's Marathon in December for the uh, trying to set a world record as Elvis again. There was a guy in uh, Germany last year at Berlin that broke my record. So <laughs> he and I are both going to run, and I don't know. I and mentioned Mike it broke to, my record. Yeah, so you guys. Where in the hell did the freaking Elvis thing start? That was Guinness yeah. World Records. Yeah. They in the 2007 London Marathon. They started partnering with the London Marathon. They said, "Here's a load of records. Go for it, and we can verify it in advance. Say it'll count." And they offered a thousand pounds for uh, the fastest Elvis. And I was doing like a marathon every weekend. It's like, I'll, I'll take that on, I'll buy a costume, maybe I can win a thousand pounds. And so I, I won that and set the record. And then I broke it a couple more times because like that was a, an easy first one, like 257 or something. And took it down a little bit. Um, and so I held it for like 10 years until Mike broke it. Although, uh, because neither he nor the guy from Germany have had it verified, I, according to the website, still have this record. Really? Yeah. yeah. So what? there's people who've gone quicker. In fact, I've gone quicker, but it wasn't verified. Did, he, yeah. did you guys have a little. Little tiff there? Did you just want no, to? Tell you? No, no, no. <laughs> he, he, he told me he was doing it, and I was tempted to join him, but I wasn't. Oh, that's at so the right funny. Point in training, to, yeah. To try and race and it was out. actually funny. I won and set the record at the Las Vegas Rock and Roll Marathon, and actually ended up winning the marathon as Elvis. So that was like uh, probably one of the coolest. That is disgusting. Places to win. So then the following year, I tried to break his record as Elvis <laughs> in Las Vegas, but it was super windy, and I ended up slowing down a lot at the end, and it was like ten minutes off. Yeah. One, one thing I found about Ian the other night, he forgot that he ran the Grand Canyon in a Spider-Man suit. It was about six years ago. I, yeah. I've done a lot of costumes. But you forgot yeah, it, yeah. though. I know. Well, I've also done the Grand Canyon quite a few times. But yeah. yeah. That you is surprising the Grand Canyon as Elvis, too, no, right? No, just as Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. My boys would love you. I did, I've done yeah. other things like the Miwok 100K as Elvis. That's what it was, yeah, yeah. You guys and, are I've, awesome. and I've done the um, the Rome Marathon as Maximus from the film Gladiator. Yeah. Someone has since, since broken that record. The Italians <laughs> did not get it. They thought it was very weird. Yeah, they, of course. They were not cheering. Stuff. In London, like, everyone cheers. So much so I almost went deaf. It was yeah. that loud. Really? Oh, wow. Because there's so many people in the crowd. In Italy, they were, like, clapping, clapping. And they see me, it's like, stop clapping and just frown. <laughs> <laughs> and I did... Um, 
one other one I did. Oh yeah, the Santa, fastest Santa. I did that in London one year, just because I'd done a like a Christmas race where everyone got a Santa costume. Like, I might as well use this again. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. Awesome guys, thanks for the time. This is Thank really you. cool. Let's go hang out. We got a lot of cool people here, so let's yeah, go hang dude, out a little that bit. That was fun. Thank you guys. Cheers. Bye. Appreciate it.